Welcome to All's Pimentos Podcast. I got Scott Milton from... Uh, High Wattage Cottage out in Belleville, Ontario. Nice. Uh, how is the weather out there? Uh, it's pretty It's pretty cool. I think it's like minus 10 today. It's, uh, it's icy. Um, my studio uh, is out on the lake, and I'm there right now, and um, it's so frozen you can uh, walk your dog on it if you wanted to. It's amazing. Maybe a cat. Yeah, well, for sure. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if I've seen any cats running around no. on the Bay of Quinney yet, but it's possible. I see foxes and muskrats, and and nice. uh, there's apparently some bears roaming around too. No, that's fucking scary as shit. No, no cocaine, yeah. no cocaine bears, is there? No. Nah, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not. Do you imagine terrifying. that? That I'd be scared of. So far. So far, it's more like blueberry bears. That's um, cool. And honey, yeah. honey pot bears. Well, there, there's the thing is that uh, it's like it's kind of like berry country out this way. Okay. Um, there's loads of wild berries, which is what probably attracting the black bears to move further south and and sort of show up in and around. I haven't I haven't seen one yet, but we've you know there's been some pictures floating around town. Um, but you know, I think the animals are all good as long as you stay out of their way. You know. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. so briefly you, uh, you played in the cancer bats for sure. Not, not even briefly. That was for, no, I mean like briefly that like we're going to talk about it. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. Okay. So cancer bats. Cool. Right on. But, um, the cottage, where'd you get the idea to do this? To, what? To do my studio? Yeah, man. Oh yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's been a long time coming. Like, um, you know, since before, uh, the beginning of cancer bats, like, uh, doing production and working in a studio, audio engineering, that was always like a, a major interest of mine. I thought it was super cool. Um, ever since as a kid, I used to watch like um, like uh, Metallica's Year and a Half uh, in the Life where they do the Making Up the Black Album documentary. Yeah. And I became obsessed with like, you know, what are they doing in the studio? This is so cool. And just seeing how it was all done, it just seemed like this super fun, creative space to be in. And and, you know, when, when I was a kid, I, I never had any, I don't know, like I never thought it was possible that I could be, uh, you know, a professional musician, like in the terms of being in a band that would tour the world and stuff. Um, that actually ended up happening, which was incredible. Yeah, but I, part of the reason that happened uh, for me, I think, is um, like I, I, I took the time to get an education in um, audio engineering. And, um, and that's what led me to record the Cancer Bats demo and, um, and sort of get my head around uh, music production. And so like being in the studio with, with, with the band and stuff, like I had a great rapport with the, the producers and the engineers and was always trying to get them to mentor me and teach me, you know, their, you know, um, their knowledge because they were amazing. Uh, the guys we worked with, Eric Ratz, Gavin Brown, uh, Ross Robinson, um, and guys like that, Kenny Long, and and basically, uh, you know, I was just like a sponge soaking it all up. So, um, you know, there came a point where, like, you know, we would be recording demos for Cantor Bats and doing our own pre-production in our rehearsal studio and stuff. So I was like kind of taking the lead on a lot of that uh, technically, and and um, and it became where you know, sort of, our friends' bands uh, started asking me, hey you've got some gear can you record us like we need this we need that and um so started doing that and did some stuff for um early on for an australian band called Anhorse and uh another band from toronto called hounds um 
yeah. which had uh, Paul from Flatliners, and that was pretty cool because that was like the first like um, I don't know sort of long form production and recording that I'd done rather just like a single or two if that made sense and yeah um, you know where I mixed the whole thing and uh, it you know then ended up ended up getting released on like New Damage Dine Alone which was really cool um, you know and it, it's it's funny to look back and I'm like oh man you know and uh, I'm like oh I could do so much better now but you know I mean that's it it's like you're you're getting your your your, uh, your feet wet and uh, but I loved it I thought I was like so you know like finally I'm actually doing this like it was cool because this is sort of like almost 10 years on into being in Cancer Bats and um, you know just putting all the like knowledge that I'd learned from all these great uh, producers we'd work with and and um, so after I kind of did that I, I started trying to make it um, something that I would search after finding really great bands to work with and uh, for a while I worked at a studio in Toronto and um, you know got to experience what that was like and then um, I'm trying to remember what year it was 2016 2017 I um, moved into a studio in uh in dundas ontario called uh um, schoolhouse studios just outside of hamilton yeah man. and uh yeah I, I basically my buddy andy from the band deck piss uh wanted me to produce their record and was like ah this is a studio i love let's use this one and i was like cool and then instantly hit it off with the owner nick um who's great and uh him and i uh worked together really well and basically i did a whole bunch of records out of there i had like a little um I converted this sort of lounge that like was sort of used more for storage into like a, a production room of my own. And then, so we kind of had this, like, like when I would do bigger productions and which tended to be the, most of the records I would work on in this way, where we would kind of have like two rooms going at once and, you'd, you know, um, focus on vocals in one room while someone else is tracking guitar and like, kind of like doing this team effort, which was really cool. And I, I really enjoyed that. And, um, I actually moved out that way uh, at the end of 2019, and then the pandemic hit and everything had to shut down. Um, so that was a bummer, of course. And yeah, so yeah, I was trying everybody. to, I was trying to like work at home and like, um, you know, we just my wife and I, we just like had our son, and I was like taking like uh, time off from the band, and um, you know, just trying to be a dad, but like was like, oh crap, I can't even like work right now because everything shut down. Um, so I was kind of doing like remote work over the internet, um, really got like heavy into mastering and stuff, which was great. Um, and, uh, and then basically an opportunity came for, uh, for us to buy a property out in, uh, sort of Belleville, Quinney West area and, um, and build a studio here. And, and that was kind of like all of a sudden this dream of mine that I didn't think was possible was coming into fruition and, and. And so essentially, you know, I took all the knowledge that I'd learned from what I liked and didn't like um, about uh, tons of other studios that I'd been in. And, you know, keep in mind, um, you know, like the Bats got to record in so many great studios. And um, I, I would also like travel to Europe and other parts of the world to like make records. Um, so I, I got to see some really cool studios and how they do some things differently over there. And, um, and so I kind of like pulled all that knowledge and, you know, got together with, uh, an old friend of mine, this guy, Al Biddle, he played in a band called, uh, Rammer and, uh, Toxic Holocaust and stuff. And, uh, oh, they're wicked. yeah, yeah. And, uh, anyways, killer dude. And he, uh, he helped me, uh, build the studio, um, based on, you know, a lot of the design and ideas that I had and we worked together 
um, yeah, he, he smashed it. And, and basically like we got together, my wife, you know, painted the place, made it look really cool. I got some awesome, uh, acoustic treatment from prime acoustic and kind of put it all together and, you know, on a hope and a prayer and, and basically like everything, you know, came good. The first band I got to record here was uh, Junko daydream from London. Um, and those guys rip and that was a lot of fun. They, um, you know, uh, they made, you know, kind of, how do I say a lifelong dream come true when I like put the mics up Yeah. and you know, it's just sort of like, it's one of those things. It's like, we've never built a studio before. You're like, is this going to work? And when I press record, is it all going to happen? And it did. And it actually sounded so good. I was like, had such a smile and a little bit of a tear on my face. Cause I was so happy that, um, everything came together and, um, you know, and then since then I've had so many bands come in and, you know, from uh, like, even as far as Australia, I had haters come in um, oh, nice. and, and live with me for a month. And, um, you know, and we made this incredible record together and it was really cool because of the, the workflow we were able to implement, um, you know, when, when you can have a band here, like every single day, um, the nice thing that it like, when I designed like high wedge cottage was that I wanted a studio where basically, um, I could leave the drums set up the entire time yeah. and not have to tear them down just to go record something else. So I've got like isolation booths for amps and, um, you know, I'm ready to do vocals anytime. And, you know, it's just like, just change a couple things on the patch bay and it's like ready to go. And so like, um, it would be great cause we would have, uh, sort of a system work worked out where, you know, if someone wasn't feeling, you know, good, you know, say like someone's voice wasn't, uh, feeling great to sing that day or, you know, they're having a down day for whatever reason, someone else could jump in without like skipping a beat and without losing any time. And it, it was really cool because we had this really large project of doing a full length record and we got it, we got it done early, uh, which was amazing. Um, I mean, they're all such pros. Um, but it was, it was really awesome to see how that like expedited process and just like the systems in place really made things efficient. And we were able to, um, even have time to like book them a tour in Canada with mall crimes. Oh, nice. Um, and, uh, you know, just last minute and it was super fun and, you know, it made, it made their trip over like even more worthwhile. So that's, um, you know, I I'd love to keep that kind of thing going with, with, uh, with other bands in the future that are willing to put the time in, you know, that's, that's definitely the kind of thing I'm looking for. And, um, yeah, it's honestly, it's been, it's been really cool. And even just like becoming new to this community, um, you know, I didn't have a huge connection with other people out in sort of like the, you know, the area east of Toronto. Yeah. And um, I've got to know so many amazing musicians and bands and people um, that I've had come in and, um, and it's just, it's a whole other thing out here and it's, it's really cool and it's growing all the time. And it's, it's one of those things that I really want to put time into the community and, and help, um, you know, uh, get bands shows out here and get people seeing like, uh, music out this way that they might not get a chance to, and to just hopefully like inspire a younger generation to, you know, keep sort of like aggressive and, you know, alternative music, whatever, um, you know, going. Cause I, I, that was some of the best parts of my life growing up. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like even right now, like even after, um, sorry, Mister Martini's losing his mind right now. He usually sits on my lap when I do the podcast, so yep. I just gotta perch him up. There he goes. Um, yep. It like after the pandemic, a lot of bands. There have been a lot of bands that uh, uh, that were created too. Um, so that's a positive too. And there's 
even with the punk rock and skate punk and like even hardcore even metal too like it's almost like that uh that scene is making another like coming back you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly and i mean you know here's the thing it's and i'm i'm a victim of it too like um even uh the opposite happened during the pandemic i saw loads of bands break up or lose members and stuff and obviously like um you know i i left uh my band and you know and sort of hung up my touring hat for the time being to focus on family and um you know give attention to you know um you know like people that really had sort of sacrificed a lot for me to realize my uh my dream job uh, of, you know, being a touring musician. And I, I think like it was, it was like a real sort of uh, realization where I was like, you know what, like, I don't, I'm loving being at home. I'm loving starting something new and, and spending so much time with my son and my wife and helping out. Um, and even loving it when, you know, we had bad days. And so uh, for me, I was like, okay, you know, I've achieved so much of what was like more than I ever even wanted to, um, or dreamed I could. And, and so it, it was, uh, it was a tough decision, but I've met so many other people that were in that same boat. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I think like sort of the pandemic, uh, a silver lining was like a lot of new beginnings for people. And, um, and, you know, and that's the, that's the amazing thing. I'm just excited about all this new opportunity and, and, and cool ways to give back to the music community. Um, rather than, uh, I don't know, like focusing on being in a band right now, you know, like that's, um, I'd rather help other people focus on that, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know um, it totally does. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd, I'd rather like pay it forward or give back, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, um, you know, because uh, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, do you make do you, do you miss making music? I was like, man, I feel like I'm in ten bands now. <laughs> it's, it's a, I think I'm making more music than ever. It's and that's the exciting part. I think, um, you know, like prior to being in in Cancer Bats, like I always used to be in a ton of different bands and of different styles and genres, um, trying different things and, 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 you know, like, um, and then stuck with one thing that worked really well for like a really long time. And, and now I'm back to this like awesome, uh, diversity, um, of sound and thought and music and just creativity. And it's really cool. Like one of the other things, um, is, uh, uh, a bad thing that happened was sort of like, um, my, my brother-in-law passed away. Um, and, he was out this way with us and basically, um, in a big part of our lives. And my wife had been working for him, um, when that happened. And so when he passed, uh, she didn't have that opportunity anymore. And, um, and so we had to sort of brainstorm, like, you know, what she would be doing for a career moving forward and stuff. And, um, and she's an amazing cook and, and basically like, uh, she comes from, uh, uh, Slovakia. So, um, she started um, making and selling online, uh, like sort of like the, the food she would make back home and stuff, like like pierogies and goulash and uh, schnitzel and, and and like a lot of like Slavic Eastern European foods and stuff. And um, and anyway, so she started her own company and um, it uh, we started doing like pop ups and, and markets and then that moved into um, doing like uh, like takeout from uh, from from home and stuff and. And basically, um, yeah, I started this whole food business and it's, it's been really cool. And there's all these like opportunities popping up and, and, you know, it's been really fun and creative to like help her, um, you know, like brand everything and do some marketing and, 
and you know it's uh i'm lucky i got to taste test, test everything yeah uh you know and, and and just like come up with ideas and it's like creative in a whole way that's like a lot of it's relative to starting a band and um and it it feels really uh i don't know like awesome to like have like this family business and, and what's um, what's the, what's the business called it's called it's called pinched um you can look it up online it's pinched pierogi.com done and, is there a grand yeah. page is there a what sorry an ig page yeah yeah uh, yeah at pinched pierogi and that's p-i-e-r-o-g-i nice um yeah and um and yeah it's uh it, it's been really cool and there's you know she's be, she's gonna open up a, a location um later this year at uh there's a place in prince edward county that's uh the sort of arts and event space called uh base 31 that does a lot of concerts and and um and, and different functions and exhibits and stuff and um yeah so that's going to be really exciting to have like a, a place outside our home that you know people can come to and order the food and um yeah and it's it's just been this whole amazing journey to uh you know to see like her have success and blossom um you know based on like you know working for herself versus um you know other people and, and stuff like that i always love in, encouraging like the entrepreneurial spirit and and friends of mine because i'm i'm so lucky to know so many creative people that are really talented and, and sometimes they don't give themselves enough credit and uh and recognize those things so um you know it's it's really amazing again just it's for it to be a, like a family business and for us to push into it together and and um and you know so sometimes like uh she'll like uh make food for the bands um that come and stay at the studio and um and they always love it and yeah it's a good time that's wicked dude no like i, I work as a chef as well too so i can totally appreciate that about um of course uh making food for people i've been doing it for like 27 years now um yeah I'm an old old man in the industry, if you will. It's a young man's game in the restaurants. I, I mean, it's just it's the same with music, right? But yeah. I, you know, but at the same time, it's like I realize in some ways it is and isn't. You know, there's there's always like valid things and um, you know, like that are made by people who are older. Like I, I hate discounting people who are old or young for whatever reason. Everyone everyone's got something valid to say and important to share, and um, I. Uh, Again, I, I just love the connection with food and music. I always have, and um, you know, like literally, like on tour, some of the most exciting parts of our day would be when, like, we'd show up to a venue and someone would make us some amazing food, and we weren't expecting it, or we'd show up to a town and a friend of ours would open up a new restaurant and you know um, give us this amazing tasting menu that, like, you know, it's just like such a nice thing when you've been like, you know, uh, traveling in a van for sixteen hours not sleeping well and then you show up and you're like nourished with this incredible food and um yeah it's just uh i I think just i love i i I love that sort of um how do i say it like you know i really think like culinary arts are an art oh yeah for sure and yeah and it's just as important as music in a lot of ways for me yeah no i totally agree with you it goes hand in hand too like um it's the uh, probably one out of only three jobs where I can have a full sleeve of tattoos right down to my fingertips where no one's going to sit there and bat an eye. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, like, yeah, like, um, yeah, like uh, one of my oldest friends is Maddie Matheson. Yeah. And, you know, obviously it's like uh, he's done super well. Um, 
you know, back when, you know, we were young and he had all these tattoos and people were telling him he'll never get a job and blah, 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 that kind of stuff. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, I love, I love that that stuff doesn't matter anymore. You know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's the thing too. It's, yeah. uh, doesn't, uh, I don't think anyone bats an eye out anymore. Yeah. Um, so I was, uh, I got, uh, a hold of you through Napoleon. Cool. Great. Yeah. Yeah, man. They were talking, they were talking big about you and their album fucking rips. Um, yeah. I, lo- I love those guys. They, you know, it's, they're a band that I met, um, you know, just way a little back in like 2019, I think. Um, and they, uh, were really rough around the edges when I first met them. Um, but I sort of, they had this sort of like infectious passion about what they were doing, especially, uh, John and their drummer, Aton. And, um, and they were just really, really nice guys and just sort of really willing to put the work in. And, um, you know, like, it, I think it's, like, really fun sort of, like, mentoring and coaching um, younger people like that through their, like, musical journey. And um, and we got, they were sort of, you know, just really open to the, the process and the, the advice that I would give. And it, it's become a, a really good working relationship. Um, and uh, they, they're just getting better and better all the time. And, um, you know, like, I, I think when they first started, they're, they were, like, sort of mixing like genres like crazy all over the place. Um, and I've just tried to focus what they do and what they're best at. And, um, and, you know, and, and really like, um, you know, in, in the end, I'm like really proud with how far it's come. You know, when I think back to when I first met them at their first rehearsal and, um, you know, now I think they're, you know, becoming like, uh, a better band than they've ever been. It's really cool. Yeah, they were just at a battle of bands actually here in Guelph uh, last oh, yeah, yeah. last week. I had to work obviously because I work nights, um, yeah. but I'm gonna try and make it to the next one because I think uh, them and uh, there's another band right now I'm listening to. It's a band called One of Us from uh, Winnipeg. Cool. I'll yeah, check out. you gotta check them out. It's really fast melodic skate punk. Um, like so oh, amazing. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like sort of like the same vibe like as uh, a Thousand Island Records. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah man, check them out. Um, anyways, um, what I wanted. I think you also had, didn't you also have Death Weights on uh, recently? Yeah, we did. We had Death Weights, and yeah, they yeah. they uh, recorded with you guys too. Yeah, yeah, they're they're awesome. Yeah, um, they're they're one of my like uh, favorite bands I've ever worked with. Just like we're kind of like from a lot of similar musical background in some ways, and um, and it, they're just so like 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 Ed. Uh, like sorry, uh, Bill and Ted, the the brothers in the band, yeah. they're like, I don't know, they're just so honest and real about what they do, and it's it's just right up my alley. Like they, the sound, it's dirty and it's it's intense and gnarly and um, but melodic and soulful and just very like emotional. It's just I, I just love that kind of thing. I, I love people that like really live the music that they make and. Um, and I'm really proud of the record that we did. And, you know, we, we did that way back. It's just, again, pandemic got in the way of like releasing it and they, they went through some member changes, but, um, they've, uh, reformed the band and uh, have been releasing stuff. And I'm just so excited for them to, you know, head out on the road and really, really give her. Yeah. I do want to see that shit live too. I was uh, talking to them. And I was like, it like, it's got like, it's got some punk influence and it's got some whatever, but I compare them and whatever, like shut me down if you want. Um, like Depeche Mode sort of like feeling oh, like, yeah, right on. Like sort of like the way he sings and the way how, 
uh, slow as some of the songs are and dark. It feels oh. like I'm in 1985. Oh, fuck, cool. You know what wow. I mean? I, 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 dude, I love... I mean, Depeche Mode's one of my favorite bands of all time, yeah. so... Um, you know, uh, it's... It, I'm never gonna, you know, not take that as a compliment uh, for anything I've worked on, so... Yeah, I know, dude. Like the, like, the whole record, like, it has, like... Like, when you listen to it, um, it just... Uh, it's got, like, a really dark vibe to it and, like, uh, sort of, like... Um, uh, a post goth like sort of feel to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I, I, I want to say Bauhaus too. Cool. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, no, I, I dig yeah, it all, I, man. I, I can I can see the Peter Murphy thing. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot of di- there's a lot of different things going on, and uh, yeah, they're they're just um, they're a band. I hope who really gets the attention they deserve. It's uh, you know, and I can't wait to see what they do next. That's the other thing. Um, you know. My, my whole thing is I, I really hope all the, the bands I love and, you know, put a lot of time into, um, you know, don't end up breaking up and <laughs> that they that they keep going and find an audience who loves their music just as much as me. Because that's, I think, part of the fun of, you know, being a producer is, is you know, uh, meeting some strangers uh, and then becoming, like, great friends in and helping shape music into something that selfishly, like, I really like. Yeah, you know, but again, it's um, it, it, you know, with all these bands, I, I I regularly see it happen, and it's such an inspiring thing, um, to see them take off and and, and do really well. So yeah, I, I hope that that's uh, another one of the bands that, that really do that. I think I think I think they will because I um the the record's amazing. It sounds really good. Like like I said, yeah, and like it's like if you put on a Sunday morning with the fucking lights out and just have a black cup of coffee that's the feeling it gives me amazing yeah awesome. man. um yes. so i'm not going to take too much more of your time um i would love to like talk with you for like three hours um <laughs> uh, well we can always do another one in the future yeah man for sure maybe we'll uh drive out maybe we'll do one from the studio um cool. or something like that or um we can just do it like this um but yeah like the the love of the genre music and even just music in general that you yeah. have is uh is heartwarming too and even talking to you like i know you gotta you gotta jam whatever but um yeah we can totally do another one for sure um but it was uh, a real pleasure uh, actually getting to know you um and uh, yeah man and that's the thing too is like I, I run the podcast like i don't run it like an interview i run it like a conversation um, well that's good that's yeah good. and yeah. that's the thing after chatting with you for 26 minutes and 45 seconds i feel like i've known you for five years <laughs> that's great man, yeah, uh, man. but i don't know i feel like i don't know enough about you what kind of oh. what kind of food what kind of food do you care oh uh, well what are, you, what are you into um i like a lot of high-end french stuff um Amazing. i like that yeah uh, i like making terrines um i love making bread actually too i do that at home quite a bit um mm-hmm. not as much as i want to but um that and uh I like making um, uh, stuff that takes a really long time, uh, like yeah. um, like lamb yeah. shanks or or okay, um, yeah, like do you like braising stuff and slow cooking? We chef, amazing, uh, yeah, man, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then um, what do you call it? I got uh, into music actually, like from music, like I said, and um, I started this podcast just because like I love talking to, I love everything about music, I love the genre of music I listen to. 
Um, and my fiance and I, uh, usually when we do the live ones in house, she's usually my co-host. Cool. Um, yeah, man. And then we just got into that and, uh, we got three cats. So, so what, what are, what are, what's like your, what are your favorite bands to listen to? Oh, my guys? favorite bands? Oh shit. Um, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, I would go, there's a, one band I've been, I just actually found today, which is they're fucking, I don't know if you know them or not. Uh, they're called uh, da, 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 Broken Balm. Oh, no, I don't know them. I'll check them out. Yeah, it's like uh, sort of like rancid, like thrashy metal. It's fucking ripping. Uh, I think they're it's from... Like, it's rancid meets thrashy metal? Is that what you yeah. said? Yeah. Wow, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you got to check it out. They're fucking cool. Broken uh, Balm. Broken Balm, yeah. They got they oh. got uh, two, one album out, one EP, and one single. Wow. Yeah, man, they're fucking really cool. Um, what else? Uh, band called One of Us I was talking about. Um, yeah. from uh, Winnipeg, they're fucking. I think I don't know. They they should fucking blow up. Um, like Nap- awesome. I've been listening to Napoleon. Uh, listen to a lot of like I don't know. Like back in the day, it was like No Effects and Bad Religion and um, like you guys too, like Cancer Bats, A lot of Fire. Um. But uh, by doing the podcast and just reaching out to bands, like not knowing that there's uh, there's a band called The Slime in uh, Toronto, I'm really digging. Well, I've worked, I, yeah, yeah, I've, I've worked on their records. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, Shit. yeah, yeah. I, uh, their their first record, um, I recorded that, and then the next one, I mastered it. Yeah, yeah, I know those guys are great. Yeah, they're good too, and like everything from like uh, like the catalog from the Holdouts are really good too. I'm really digging them. Cool. Um, you, should, you should um you should check out um you should check out a band called Strange Limbs. Just dropped a single today that I did. Yeah, I just uh, actually you saw I saw it yeah, on your Instagram. I just followed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, did, I did. I did their uh, last two songs. Um, there's gonna be in, there's another awesome band from Peterborough called Cross Dog. Dude, uh, that fucking band. Yeah. Um, I think like if if everything goes the way it should, man, that thing that band is gonna be fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, they're so good. I mean, they've been around a really long time. It's incredible. Um, but I, yeah, like, just, just wait to hear the record we did. It, when it fucking drops, dude, it's the songs they wrote so, so good and just, like, Remind, just so real. It reminds just me so of real. a young comeback okay. kid. Oh, cool. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, they'll take that as a compliment, I'm sure. <laughs> um, you know, like, and why not? They're one of the best Canadian hardcore bands ever. So, yeah, man. And, um, um yeah. Brutal Youth, too. Oh yeah, awesome. They're wicked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking for the new crosstalk. I uh, got uh, got a record in the mail. I think it's their last full length I grabbed. Oh cool, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the new one. I don't know when it's coming out yet. Hopefully later this year or not too long. But um, but it's all done and uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I love, oh dude, I, I'm I, fucking I love, stoked, I man. Like I'm fucking stoked. Like I listen yeah. to crosstalk. Uh, there's a, there's a lot. To, how do I say it? I think. It's nice. It feels like there's a lot to be positive about yeah. in uh, in the local music scene again, and I, I really hope everyone just backs it hard and starts going to lots of shows and um, you know and keeps things going. And I, I hope that there's more more people starting record labels and and, and record know, stores. Shows. Yeah, record stores. That would be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, just so much of that culture was an amazing thing, and I know things have changed in the way that people listen and buy music um but 
I think, you know, everyone's hungry for it. And uh, people just need to, you know, get in a garage and start banging on some guitars and drums and screaming their head off about the things they're pissed off and that they hate in the world, you know. And <laughs> I think we'll be in a good place because it's just all going to lead um, to a lot of positivity and a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. I also it, choose, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I just, it's one of those things like, uh, like, like touring a bunch in the world. It's, it's really interesting to see um, how different uh, some scenes are um, when you're in different countries. And um, I think certain places, like, I'll give Australia as an example. Like, there's such a good music scene um in australia like there's just so many amazing bands yeah uh happening but like when you go to shows there um the great thing is there's such a wide age range like when you go i've been to some punk shows and there's like you know people that i would consider you know close to like parents age if that makes sense that you know i mean i know i'm in my 40s and i'm in that age too but i'm 42 but even like older you know than me or whatever i'll show up and i'm like this is awesome there's like three generations of people here this is they're going to local shows i see that same kind of thing when i go to festivals in europe especially the uk um you know and i I just want to see more of that you know like i love i love that you know you know like um how do i say it i love that there's you know a strong crowd in their 20s like you know going to shows and caring a lot about that um i I miss the days of all ages shows yeah when you know like i feel like right now with the like sort of like the outdated like drinking laws and stuff like that like that like that our bars are stuck to um and not being able to like really do all ages shows i think like there's a real sad um i don't know point where like i I just really hope that that the youth are either still putting on underground shows that that everyone can go to at you know at, at masonic lodges and like church hall basements and stuff that they can rent out and do diy stuff i really hope that like continues because that's you know like the time i grew up in and, and that yeah, was everything too. to us when we couldn't go to bars yeah um, but i don't know if i don't know how much of that's still happening in and around the suburbs or or you know um or the the, the towns like outside of toronto and stuff and, and I really, I, I just really hope that there's more venues that open up that can do all ages. I know there's a great one in, in, uh, in Kingston called the Broom Factory. Yeah. Um, you know, which gives me a ton of hope. And that's where uh, um, yeah. uh, my buddy uh, Greg Dawson he has his studio out in Kingston. Uh, yeah, yeah. Greg, Greg's a friend of mine too. He's awesome. Man. Yeah. He was uh, uh, on the podcast I, in the beginning. Oh, dude. Massively uh, look up to that guy. You know, we're, uh, we're, we're old friends and, you know, when I was a kid, I was going to see his band Grift play. Um, oh, fuck, and I there thought, you go. So was I. Dude, that, he was such a – dude was such an inspiration as a songwriter and a guitar player, um, you know, and uh, that and that and that's it. Like, that era of bands, like, was, like, they're the kind of people that gave me, like, the confidence. Like, holy shit, they're from where I'm from, you know? Like, I, I, can, I can actually start a band, too, that could play six shows and people are going to care, you know? It's it, – it was like such an eye-opening thing, you know, going from, you know, just listening to like a lot of really big American bands, if that makes sense. Yeah, know? it totally does. And, 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 and like, you know, it's like you're growing up at, like in the era of like when, you know, every big metal band was playing like stadiums and stuff or, or arenas. And, you know, it just seemed like this untouchable thing. And that that's what I loved about, you know, kind of getting into like the hardcore and punk scenes 
it just like it brought that all back to an achievable reality and um and that's why i hope it never really goes away <laughs> no i don't i don't think it is like that. i think yeah. um jennifer and i we go to a lot of shows and for example um we went and saw this is going a couple of years back when it sort of opened up and then closed back down. We went and saw Belvedere and Dead Cemetery in Hamilton. Yeah. Um, and like even like her and I stand in the back because um, I'm not going to say her age because she'll uh, probably shoot me. Um, Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. She's uh, 44. I'm 42. So like we're yeah. the, we're the two old punks to stand at the back, right? Um, but even at that show, there is like you could sit there and look in the crowd. She mentioned too, she's like, There's people here that are like 18, people who are like 25 here, and people at our age that just appreciate music. And I don't, I think with COVID too, that sort of helped everyone come together and go to shows and appreciate music the same way. Yeah. Um, also, too, another band you got to check out from the UK. I got a podcast with them. I think it's at four o'clock, five. I think it's at five. Um, they're a band called Tearjerker. Oh, cool. I'll check them out. Yeah, and sure. a band called Be Fair. They're from the UK as well. Rad. So, uh, man. Yeah, there's so many good bands from there. Dude. Um, yeah. Anyways, what you're going to do for me, Scott, uh, I'm going to call you Scotty if you're okay with that. Yeah, of course. Uh, cool, man. Uh, you're going to give me all the socials for the food business and for the studio and anything else you got going on. Amazing. Will do. Sorry, or you want it right now? Yeah, man, if you can do that, yeah, for sure. (laughs) I I misunderstood. I thought you said you were giving me your socials. I I misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, for for the studio, uh, you can find me uh, on Facebook and Instagram at High Wattage Cottage, um, and that's H-I-G-H. And um, or on if you want my personal stuff, which is, you know, all full of music I work on too. It's uh, at Scope City, S C O E B C I T Y. Um, and yeah, you can get in contact with me if you want to book a record, uh, make a record, whatever. Um, and yeah, and then the, the food business we got um, is Pinch Pierogi. And you can find us on Instagram and there's a website. Um, yeah, or you'll catch us at uh, Base 31 this summer. And picked and picked in Ontario. Nice. I'm looking forward yeah. to. Uh, thanks for doing this again. Uh, just stay in line and uh, thanks a lot, eh? Amazing. All right. Cheers, buddy. Cheers.